Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with podcast producer, blog writer, tarot card reader, Dimitri Wild. He is a professional creative writer and entrepreneur based in Los Angeles. He's the founder and CEO of Wild Heart Media, a digital media company dedicated to delivering quality content such as the hit comedy podcast, A Cosmic Journey with Demi and Jay. He is a twice self-published author. His poetry chapbooks are available at Amazon.com. He loves film and television and hopes to one day write for a TV show and to develop an original screenplay. He also enjoys going to museums and new cities, going ghost hunting and cemeteries, and so much more. Enjoy this interview. It's Joe Domino. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for taking a minute out today. Yeah, of course. Hold on a second. I might just wake you up. <laughs> I think my questions might wake you up. So I think we'll be in Yeah, for here. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dimitri, we're going we're gonna to hit the ground running right now. And, and I don't know if this is the right way to wake up, but I'm going to start off by asking you this. The last couple of years on planet Earth has been quite a thing with COVID. And now we're kind of waking up and things are happening and, and whatnot. So I'm curious. How you survived that time period, you seem like an active guy, and how it subsequently changes the way that you view life and the way that you conduct business. How I survived COVID was basically, um, I took a lot of time just to do creative stuff. I mean, I had a lot of plenty of time to sit around and write and get all my thoughts out and do projects that I've always wanted to do. I started my first podcast then. Um I that's how I survived. I mean, I if if left to the wolves, I think I'd probably just be doing the same thing, <laughs> you know, just creating and making content and you know doing therapy <laughs> in a way. <laughs> um, For sure, yeah. What was the second it's, question? I'm sorry. Oh no, it was just kind of the way that you approached and the way that you changed things, and I think you hit it. I think. I wanted to follow up with the whole idea of that it was just about pivoting. I mean, it was, you know, everybody had a choice to make, and it sounds like what you did is you dug within and did things that were going to edify and build you up in a, in a whole other way. It was, it was a healthy kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to pivot, so to speak, since that's kind of the theme here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move you into the front of a classroom full of third graders at a career day. And one of the kids looks up at you. And they ask you, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Um, I'm a content creator. I'm a writer. I'm a podcaster. And I read tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might scare some of the kids in the, in the classroom, but, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I like to help people. I like to make people feel something. I like to educate people. I also like to, like, guide people in, in a certain way. I think in this modern day and era of kids in 2023, you would probably get two or three kids in the back of the room that would say, I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what did you want to do when you grew up? Let's say you're in the third grade and, you know, you have to decide what you want to do. What was your dream growing up? I actually really wanted to be an actor when I was growing up. Um I've luckily gotten a, a chance to do a little bit of that. You know, I live in Hollywood. I, I have people who are in the business and I have friends who are in the business. So I've gotten a little bit of a taste of that as I've gotten older and I've gotten lucky. 
Um, this is not something I really want to pursue now, but yeah, I really wanted to be an actor when I was a kid. So we all have these like deviations, so to speak, of what we thought was going to happen. But as you look on your life right now, based on what you wanted to be, are you happy with how everything turned out? Yeah, I've gotten to do that and more. Um, <laughs> I've, I mean, I'm just, I'm a very creative person. I think I, I definitely wanted to be just someone who is an artist, someone who is just pounding the pavement, getting my message across, and also to help others get get their message across. So let's go back to your childhood. You know, all of us have these seeds and these beginnings that are planted in us that become who we are. Tell me where you were born and raised and what your childhood was like to kind of lend you being such a creator and to be where you're at today. Um, I grew up in a small town called Visalia, California. I moved to a slightly bigger town of Riverside when I was about 12 or 13. Um, I was an only child, so I really didn't really have a whole lot of like, you know, stimulation around. I, so I kind of just had to create my own stimulation. I wrote a lot of like poetry and fan fiction and (laughs) just really silly things just to kind of keep my mind occupied and, and all that. But I think just growing up as an only child, it definitely, um, lit the fire in me to like be a creator. So for some reason, you know, when I'm asking you what you wanted to do and I'm thinking about formative years, I was in, I worked in a produce department when I was a teenager and I swear I saw that name of that town on boxes all the time, like onions or something. Is that a big produce town? It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, Central Valley, California is actually huge. It's actually, I want to say it's the biggest Biggest grower of produce in the world. Okay. It's it's called the breadbasket of the world. Okay. So I remember I used to always flip those boxes, and I always dreamed of traveling. And, of course, you know, a kid coming from the Midwest, I'm like, I want to go to L.A. I want to do these big places. But I would always look at that name on the box, and I was like, what's going on here? What's happening in this town? So now I kind of know, you know, I... I'm within that Kevin Bacon six degrees of, of separation. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot is going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least not I know where, where, where the breadbasket is now. So it kind of connects some kind of uh, dot to me in my life. But, um, you know, every day we wake up, we have this agenda of things that we want to do. Motivators. What motivates you to get out of bed? What, what makes you do what you do and be who you are? This interview, for one. <laughs> um, I honestly, what motivates me? I, I, I don't know. You have to be self-motivating. I think so. In a way, I think just being being a light for other people is motivating, and also. I don't know, having <laughs> having a plan and, like, sticking to the plan is, is motivating as well. If I didn't have a plan, if I didn't write down my thoughts, I think I'd probably just be really, like, lost. So let's take this to the end of the day. At the end of the proverbial day, when you look back on what you did, how do you quantify a good, solid day in your life? Mm, I would say probably, number one, getting getting as much done as I possibly can. Um, that way I feel productive. 
but also taking a little bit of time for myself and taking, you know, going to the park. I took my dog to the park yesterday. That was like something that was, I haven't done in a while. So I feel like that was a really good day or going to a bookstore or hanging out in a quiet cemetery for a little while. Like something doesn't make you feel good. So if you get your stuff done, but also do something that makes you feel good, that's a good day. The one thing that's kind of fuel for all of us, for the people that we admire or look up to, who's been a hero or a role model for you in your life? I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Um, (laughs) uh, Robin Williams? uh, I used to call him dad for some reason. (laughs) I didn't really have a good father figure, but I always felt like he was like my dad. I think he was everyone's dad in the 90s, but specifically for me because I didn't really have a good father figure. And he was actually one of the people that I really wanted to, like, what what inspired me to be an actor um, when I was younger. So I love him for sure. And also just like my mom. My mom just, she she's never had it all right she never had all the good, all the, um, she never had everything right, but, uh, she stuck with her. She basically chose me over everything else. So I can really respect that. So let me ask you this. If you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would you love to meet and talk to? You get really deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it would wake you up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, who can I meet right now that I would like to... Uh, I, the only person that's really coming to mind right now is Jay Shetty, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I find him really interesting. I like his spiritual his spiritual talks on... You know, I'm on YouTube all the time, so like I, I love his spiritual talks, and I think I'd really like or appreciate having a conversation with him. Let's say tonight you have a dream and you run into your 20-year-old version of yourself, and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained, the roads you've gone down, the life that you've lived, what would you tell your young version? At 20, I was going through a lot. I was kind of going through a huge transitional period um, just in my life, but also just with everything that was going on around me. So I, I think I would just say, hey, it's not always going to be like this forever. It's going to get really good really soon. Just stick with it. That's kind of the idea. It's kind of a marathon for sure. Um, So what has been one of the best fan letters, best responses that you've ever gotten from somebody about work you've done? Oh, this is weird. Um, I don't even know how this person got my book, but... uh, (laughs) He doesn't even know how he got this book. Um, I got a message from someone on Instagram maybe just a few months ago, actually. Um, this random kid, he messaged me. He said, hey, I just, I found your book. I'm not even sure where, but I started reading it and I couldn't put it down. And I think he was talking about either, well, I have two books, but so I'm not sure which one it was. But he said, Bitter Blue Pill, I believe, was the one. But I also have Always Nothing in the Time of Champions. He said, I couldn't put it down. I'm not sure how I got it, but I'm so thankful that I have. And I just wanted to reach out and tell you how important your words are to me. And this is a book that I wrote in the pandemic 
you know, I, I didn't think anyone was going to put it out. It was kind of a self, uh, it was kind of a, a, um, a passion project. You know, I've always wanted to be an author. So I'm like, hey, I have poems. Let me just compile them and put them into a book. I never thought anyone would ever see them. I don't know how this person got a hold of the book, but holy crap, that blew my mind. Yeah, that's wonderful, man. So let's get to the essence. Let's get to the, the center of who you are. Everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, fans, colleagues, anyone that knows you, you're in a certain capacity. But you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I really don't know. <laughs> I never really gave into a lot of like perceptions of people. I think that's maybe that is a perception of myself. Um, but I really didn't see myself as anything or anyone until much later in life. I, I just kind of did my own thing. So when, as of now, I guess maybe I just see myself as a create, as a creator or an artist of sorts. Um, I, I never really like give that much thought, honestly. <laughs> well, and, and that's an answer in itself right there. Um, so anyone out there that is curious about this chat book you talked about, your art, your podcast, anything involving your world, where can they go and get involved more with you? Uh, com and Dimitri Wild on everything from Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Beautiful. Dimitri, thank you for waking up with me, and I appreciate you having a minute to open up about your world. This has been wonderful, man. Thank you for everything, and good luck in 2023, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for waking me up. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime. All right, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>